Hello, homos. It's Catherine Hernandez here, the thinker in residence at Buddies in Bad Times Theater. And it is an honor to share space with you as we embark on the second episode of the Coming Out Project, where LGBTQ2S folks can redo their coming out experiences with me through role play. So just remember to take care of yourself the best way that you know how, because a lot of this material can be triggering. And I wish you a beautiful day. I didn't have any experience with LGBTQ in any way growing up. I I knew about like you know gay people, but um, they weren't really seen as something positive growing up. So when I came to Toronto for university, I I only started exploring because my friends actually told me. They sat me down and they said, you know, if you if you like, we can sort of tell that you're having these thoughts. It's kind of all over your face and. If you want to explore that, that's okay. Like it's like we're doing it. It's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with it. So for a while, I thought I was just curious. You know, like uh, it was just an exploration thing. That's what you do in college. And then when I turned 20, I realized that I was queer, and that um, I had feelings for both men and women, the different proportions. They, you know, some some days I'm attracted to women, some days I'm attracted to men. It it changes, and the definition it's sort of it's sort of undefinable for me. So um, I realized that, and it was really scary for me because that's not something that's accepted where I'm from. So it took me a year to come out to my mom first. And she and I were already fighting. Um, we never really got along very much when I was growing up. Uh, I think it's, it was just like a, a teenager thing. But um, it also was that we, our opinions were so different on everything. Uh, she came from a very conservative background. And I grew up in a very liberal environment. So our views were obviously going to be different. But when I told her, like, you know, like, there's a reason I've been, you know, very... Uh, I haven't really talked to you about a lot of stuff, and it's because I think that I'm queer. And she said, no, you're not. I said, what do you mean, no, I'm not? And she said, like, you're obviously just saying this to detract from the fact that you never talk to us and that you never, um, it's just an excuse, you know? Like, you're not queer. Like, there's, like, I don't even know what that means. Like, there's, there's no way that you can be queer. Like, you're obviously just doing this for attention. And I was obviously very heartbroken by that. Um, I used to try and tell my mom everything, you know. And so, you know, just to get her to, I just wanted to hang up the phone. I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk to her anymore. So I said, yeah, you're probably right. I'm probably just asexual, you know, no sexual attraction. I'm probably just making it up for attention. And I got her off the phone as quickly as I could. And I bawled after I hung up with her because it hurt. You know, I I knew I didn't expect her to, you know, jump for joy and throw me a pride parade. But, you know, I I expected her to at least say, I don't understand what that means. What are you talking about? Let me explain it to her and then say, okay, I think I need to go away. And, you know, like I I don't understand it, but I'd like to go away and maybe do some research or talk to some people and, you know, things like that. Like, I I even sort of expected her to say, like, that that's not a thing that's accepted in our culture or in our religion, which 
I wouldn't have been happy with, but I expected that sort of thing. But for her to tell me that I was making it up for attention, I, I knew she'd said it because she was shocked and didn't know what else to say, but, you know, it, it still hurt a lot. So, like, we didn't speak about that for years afterwards. Um, it's only recently that she's started to mention my coming out story, and it's always shocking to me when she does, because I, I didn't bury that part of me, but I bury it when I talk to my parents, because when I speak to them now, it's not really a thing that it's not to them it's not really a part of my identity but you know now that it's starting to be discussed a little bit more maybe it is so I don't know if you were to redo it again what would happen well I probably wouldn't have done it when our emotions were very heightened I probably would have wanted to wait until we were calm and I was face to face rather than on the phone um But I, you know, I would tell them, like, you know, I I think I'm queer. And ideally they would have said, what does, you know, what does that mean? Because I I understand if, you know, some people don't know what that means. They, a lot of people, you know, see it as as a slur, which I get. And I also get that it's a word of reclamation for people. It is one for me. So I would probably take the time to explain it to them and, you know, ideally they, you know, my mom would probably want to like voice her opinion right away, but ideally like, you know, my dad would probably step in and say, you know, give us some time to, you know, to go through this and to think about it. But no matter what happens, we, we still love you. Even if we don't understand or accept this aspect of you, we accept you. Do you find yourself finding the pace of their learning frustrating? It can be, um, but I get why it has to be that way. Like, you know, our parents grew up in environments where nonconformity to a certain way you were supposed to be is, it was, it was grounds for uh, being ostracized. And that is, to at least my community, I don't know about yours, that's seen as the worst thing of all. To be social pariahs, that's the worst. Because you're cut off from your community and when you're in a foreign country that's where you were not, you're, you're, you know, when you're in some places like Canada or uh, the UK or the US where you weren't, like your family doesn't come from there, you're immigrants and you're cut off from your community, that's the worst thing. You know, like our, our cultural ties are so strong. So there's always a, f- a balancing act and I think that you know, yes, it's frustrating. Like, would I want my parents to just get it like that? Absolutely. Like, who doesn't want that? But not everyone's parents are like that. And unfortunately, the burden of that work of teaching and that emotional labor falls on, you know, us who come out. Let's talk about this entire thing about ostracism. Do you fear that, being queer? Are you afraid of being ostracized? Here, no. Um, I'm very lucky, very blessed to have uh, friends who are never going to ostracize me for that. But back in back where my parents are from, I I'm not afraid for me. Like a loss of culture would be devastating to me, of course. But that doesn't mean I can't practice my culture in private. I grew up kind of understanding how toxic my culture could be, as well as how beautiful it is. But my parents are definitely more ingrained in that culture. And for them to be ostracized, I don't think I could bear that kind of guilt. 
and I don't think they could I don't think they would handle that very well I see so almost like the fear that it's not necessarily you being ostracized but the possibility of your parents being ostracized for having you identify as such definitely and also um any of my siblings like um I'm the oldest so if my siblings were to you know grow up and want to get married within the community it can be seen as a strike against them like uh that they have a queer older sister so okay so you ready to redo this yes i'm ready (laughs) let's do this okay Okay, it's so it's so funny because I'm always standing here for people who are listening. Is that I'm I'm holding a microphone to me, so it sounds it feels really strange, like as if I'm Bob Barker <laughs> granting you your wish. But here we are. Right? Yeah, this is what queers have to do. We always have to reinvent things and imagine mm-hmm. things in our heads. So let's do that. Let's reimagine what your your coming out is. So tell me, where are we? Where would you be coming out to me? Um, we're in uh, the living room in my parents' house, and my parents are sitting on the couch. And I'm about to come and sit on the second couch that's uh, at a different angle. And I'm about to I'm about to tell them the truth about myself. Who would I be? Um, you could be dad. Okay, so I'm your dad. What am I wearing? Uh, you're wearing a... Uh, you're wearing a... Uh, like khakis and a uh, work shirt. Okay, perfect. All right. Okay, so you go ahead. You come out to me when you're ready, okay? All right. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about something. Do you have a minute? Mm-hmm. Um, this is really hard to say, but I've been thinking about this for a while, and I wanted to tell you earlier, but I thought this was a conversation we should have when we're face-to-face. Um, so um, I, I think that I'm queer, and by that, I don't mean like I'm, it's not the, the ancient word meaning weird or, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to use like a slur. It's a, it's a word that I'm reclaiming. Um, I'm attracted to both men and women. Um, and I, you know, it's not something that I chose for myself. Like this is who I am. And I, you know, I just thought that because you're my parents and I love you and you deserve to know the truth about who your child is, then I should tell you. Uh, Thank you very much for telling me. And I can see that it's, it's taken a lot of bravery for you to come out to me. And I'm... There's a lot of things I don't know. I I don't really know a whole lot about what it means to be queer. But I guess we can talk about that together and we can work on that together. I imagine that one of the reasons why you're being brave about coming to us about this truth of yours is the fact that you know what people are going to say in our community, right? Yeah, I know. And I'm scared can sense that you're scared too. Mama's scared. But we'll talk about it. And we'll come up with a plan as to how you can be who you are. I want to recognize that you are beautiful and that 
who you are means a lot to us and we're very proud of you. We're very proud of you. And whatever anybody else says in the community, it doesn't matter. We'll figure something out. And maybe we can work together because ostracizing, the ostracism is really scary for everybody. So we'll figure something out that works for everybody, okay? And it might mean that we have to make some compromises, but we'll figure something out that'll work for us. Yeah, does that sound like a good plan? That sounds great. I love you very much, and I'm very proud of you. Mom is very proud of you. And this bravery is something that we've always wanted in a child. So thank you so much for being our dream fulfilled. Thank you. I didn't realize I did that. <sighs> I didn't realize I needed that. Thank you. You're welcome. How does that feel? Healing. You're so good to hear. Like it feels possible, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. How amazing must those kids feel who hear it on the first try? 